Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble and bicker. Let's get started. Welcome to another edition of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. This is our second show today. We don't normally do two shows, but we're doing two today. Um, on this September 1st, 2021, we've made it all the way to September of uh, the second year of our pandemic, our Lord. And uh, your hosts for today are Brendan, Greg, and Matt. And our guest for today is a very special guy. His name is wise otero but he goes by or wilfredo or otero but he goes by the name of wise and uh he has a podcast called is it stuck in my mind or step in my mind stuck in my mind stuck in my mind and uh, he's starting his own podcast empire too i believe and so uh he may or may not be helping us out with our client later today and our client later today is thought crimes and misdemeanors so that's what we'll be discussing as our client later on but before we get started brendan has uh, found our fake sponsor for this particular episode. So, Brendan, if you'd like to let us know who's not paying for this show today, that'd be great. No, absolutely. I'm happy to. So, uh, this episode of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker is sponsored by You're Gonna Get Some Ultra Herbal Supplements. Gentlemen, let's face it. You've tried it all. Viagra, Libido Max, Extends testosterone boosters, rhino horn tea, pumps, nipple clamps. But despite all your efforts and cash, nothing is making a difference in the bedroom. But you got it all wrong. Everyone is looking through the wrong end of the telescope, so to speak. This is where you're going to get some ultra comes in. Put down that pump and pick up a broom. Our powerful supplements are designed to ensure that you will find the action you crave from your significant other, not just that prefunctory monthly, the kids are finally asleep kind of action, but rather that borderline, is this legal? Will the neighborhood neighbors call the cops type of action? You're going to get some ultra it contains a proven blend of ancient herbs, which will help you to walk to want to, and ultimately do the dishes each night. Pick up after yourself in the living room. Spend more time grooming. Create a Pinterest account and learn to cook. And so much more. Hey, you know all that other stuff is useful. But seriously, only to the degree you get to the game. It's like taking steroids and never walking onto the field. You're going to get some ultra. Get there, then play hard. Well, all right. I don't think I understood that one. <laughs> what? You don't understand that? Oh, yeah, because you never do housework for your wife. You make her do it. I, I, I forgot. You don't get it. Explain it to me, Greg. It's called being a good partner, life partner. Uh-huh. That's how you get some ultra? No, that's how you get laid. Your girlfriend will appreciate it. Oh. She'll be like, my, my partner isn't just a sloppy dork <laughs> i'm i'm obviously not going to be getting the sponsor back for next uh 
anytime soon now that Matt doesn't believe in the product. Yeah, well, yeah. I, it's just that I had a challenge understanding because I'm slow sometimes. I don't. I've been using it for weeks, and I don't <laughs> have a partner, but I've been masturbating more. I've been getting more. <laughs> that's that's good to hear. So I've been cleaning the house more. Yeah. So you've been taking the product for a while. So they'll yeah, come yeah, back then nice. if you've been taking the product. Thumbs up. Right, good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Thumbs up. I recommend it. A nice place. Okay. Enough of that silliness. Onwards to our guest, Wise. That's W I Z E, everybody, in case uh, you, you want to know how it's spelled. Tell us a bit about um, how you get involved with the podcast. I think you've been doing a podcast about as long as we have, which was around June of 2020 when we started. So uh, tell us the, the beginning of your journey into this interesting realm. Um, I actually had been wanting to do a, a podcast since 2019. I was supposed to do a sports podcast with a friend of mine. So I, I purchased this little uh, Behringer Studio podcast for like a 160 bucks on Amazon, and and I had it I had it sitting around the house. So fast forward to 2020, I got furloughed from my job at a casino um, in March, and and so I was home, and the wife had a big to do list for me. We redid the kitchen. We started doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I decided I was going to actually uh, stop procrastinating and uh, get this podcast off the ground so I can start getting busy and she can leave me alone. <laughs> so, so, that was so, so it wasn't your procrastinating about starting the podcast. It's like you wanted to procrastinate about the stuff she wanted you to do around the house. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Why sounds, sounds like a, uh, a prime customer for uh, you're going to get some. Ultra. Ultra. <laughs> Ultra. But it sounds like you earned it without the use of the product, which is nice. You know, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't happen all the time. Well, he may have had like an artificial version around the house. Why is are you yeah. monetizing this podcast? Are you bringing in some dope? I've um done little ads here and there for people, but I've monetized it in other ways. Uh I've actually um, gained, uh, I don't know, I've had, I've actually had a guest on recently and um, she hired me to help her launch her podcast and her YouTube channel. So oh, okay. I've, I found other ways to make money. Well, yeah, because you um, have like, this other network, uh, what's it called? Um, the Real, sorry. Oh, well, I have, I have Real Wise Productions. I have, well, I have my production company as Real Wise Productions. Uh, but I, I launched the internet radio station, um, and it was more for uh, just giving people a platform. I actually played my first live show where I had a, um, uh, a MC from um, from the Bronx, and he was more of a conscious rapper than anything. So I gave him a platform. We played uh, about seven of his tracks. Well, I have a quick question. You said he's a conscious rapper as opposed to like an unconscious yes. rapper. Uh, well, it's, 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 don't you have more, to be it's, conscious it's, to rap? Because it's more about it's more about not about the bling bling and the shoot him up and murder, and he's more about empowering his people. So to have oh, him so he's on, not like a gangster rapper. He's like an I left yes, a gangster rapper. Yes, he's more yeah. of a uh, yeah. So. To have him on and come and play his music and and the station actually be his first radio station to play any of his music. So to give him that experience, 
that was an amazing feeling. So that that was the reason I created the platform was to give people who don't have outlets or who don't have connections or anyone who wants to get into radio, they want to learn how to do their own show. It's it's, it's a I just feel it's something that I I wanted to do and just give an opportunity to anybody out there. Do you have a radio background? Is that why you were interested in doing no. a podcast to begin with? or Not at all. Okay. No. Well, what was it that caused you? Because you said you're procrastinating about starting a podcast. What yeah, was had, it that yeah. you wanted to do at that time that was driving you to create a podcast? I had wanted to do a sports. I'm a big sports fan. And I was going to do one with a friend of mine. And him and like his wife, specifically his like targeting Martin. lacrosse or something, or what was the sports that you really? No, liked? it was going to be uh, Matt. What? Please. What? <laughs> you need, targeting people lacrosse. Be, or... well, people could be interested in lacrosse. Oh, it's but, a but, sport. Are, are you a curling expert, um, wise? <laughs> are you into like? Come on, dude. <laughs> Can you stop giving this guy a hard time? Wise, were you like a are you like a football guy or a basketball guy? Because these two goobers uh, actually, don't understand sports at all. It is lacrosse. Actually, uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Um so are so, you a, so are you a Giants a, fan or a Jets fan? I'm a Giants fan. Okay. Are you based I'm, in New York? I'm I'm uh, originally from Brooklyn, but I live in uh Pocono Mons in Pennsylvania now. Oh, okay. The Poconos. Yes. Oh, good. So you're not a Eagles fan because we're Steelers. Hell with those oh, people. hell no. No, no hell no. no. Not a Steelers fan either. I'm guessing. Yeah. Hell no. No. no hell no. With those people too. Yeah. I, I'm people. a I'm a I'm a Seahawks guy. Just you know, because these two guys don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> Greg is all into sports. Uh, yeah. Tell, I tell him that you know you know what a touchdown is, Greg. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's if you take uh, Brendan's herbal supplement, you get a touchdown <laughs> or a home run. Yeah, you might get a home run if you take it. So you wash the dishes. <laughs> Even second base would be nice. <laughs> so you said that you wanted to do a sports broadcast, a podcast. Um, what do you did you think was going to make yours? Um, different from the other sports podcasts that are out there. What 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 take on it do you have? Or are you just like talking about it? Well, we just, yeah, we were just going to talk about it. It was actually going to it was, it was going to be uh, so it was actually going to be uh, sports, weed, and entertainment. And so, but um, he got him and his girl got pregnant, so he didn't do it. So I ended up just having this equipment in the house, just sitting around. I would once in a while we record something, but wouldn't do anything with it until I got like I said I got furloughed from my job I'm a table games dealer at a casino and I didn't know casinos in Pennsylvania huh oh yeah we I think we I think we have the second most in this in the country I had no idea yeah like more than like New Jersey or uh what, what, what part of yeah. Pennsylvania are you in these are the Poconos uh, yeah Poconos. Poconos oh there's all kinds of casinos up there bro is it all Native American or it's no? Just, they uh, no. legalized it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's legal here. Uh, I have three with uh, probably within an hour for me. I have well, my the one I the one I work at is ten minutes from my house, but then I have a another one that's like forty minutes from my house, and then another one that's probably another fifty minutes from my house. 
So you say so, you do table games. So I'm assuming this means like st strictly cards and craps, or is there some other type of game yes, that's done I, on the table? I, I deal, I deal cards, craps, roulette. The only thing I don't deal is uh poker and uh pygal tiles. What was the last thing you said? Pygal tiles. Pygal tiles. Uh, Pygal. I think I've tiles. seen those old ladies playing those. That's like mahjong or something, or how do you spell pygal? Pygal. How do you spell that? I don't know that word at all. I I, I don't know. It's it's Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> so you won't do it because you don't know how to spell it. No. <laughs> so could could you describe for our listeners or? millions of listeners millions what, what what are your podcasts what do you like to talk about what's your favorite well, kind of podcast he's not doing sports well, he's doing something else oh yeah well come to find out i i have a self-help podcast who knew you, you came to find out that you have a self-help podcast. <laughs> yeah it's just like oh that's what it is <laughs> oh yeah that's what it is so See, like i just dr. started phil. out just talking to people um nowhere near dr phil <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Wise, no, nowhere near Doctor. All right, no, nurse, it, nurse just, Wise. It, then it ended up, it ended up being just uh, the guests that I had on. Just a lot of them had some interesting stories and some inspirational stories, and people actually related. They, I've had uh, a couple of people reach out to me. I had a friend of mine who uh, saw, who heard the episode of between me and another high school friend of mine. And she said, just the conversation that we had and the way we would talk about manifestation and everything we're doing to build our, our businesses, she said it inspired her to go and, and she, she had been on the fence about starting her own business. And when she heard two of her oldest friends talk about building a business and all that, it just, it just inspired her to go in and take that risk and so when she reached out to me and told me that, that was, that was awesome. Like, like I said, if I reach one person and not, and one person takes anything from what I, I put out there, I feel good about it. Cause there's so much negative content out there. And yeah. Welcome to that place. Just, yeah. Yeah. I wish we could. The only thing I think we've ever inspired in our listeners is to hit unsubscribe on the podcast. We never, <laughs> but, but you guys anyone. are fun. Yeah. You, you, you're funny. You're fun. You're, you, you, need, you need entertainment like this. this anyone though. I think we're fooling you if you think that, but, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of self-hatred on the, on the part of Matt and Greg that um, I don't totally Brendan, understand. I see Brendan. I see you're the one, you're the one who had, who, who love just You just love yourself. These two guys just, I don't know what their problem is. To well, be Greg honest. loves Brendan. Too. I think I think it's because they're on the West Coast, and maybe they just—I don't know—they've been beaten yeah. down by the man out there. They don't understand sports, so they don't have a love of football like you and I do. There are yeah. no men in charge in Oregon. I think is the problem. So. Oh, that's that's for sure. Probably yeah. at yeah. least a part of the problem. <laughs> But whenever you were starting off getting guests wise, was it somebody that you had specifically chosen or were you just getting random guests? Because you said you fell into doing self-help, but, um, you know, I guess I'm just curious. Because, uh, well, at first I, 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 I would go look for people and just 
try to have, have people come on and and just have a conversation. And but I at first I got a couple of celebrities. Like one of my first guests was um a former wrestler, uh, former wrestler, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Stevie Ray, and he was he actually looked up to him. He was one of I'm, I'm a big wrestling fan, so to actually get to sit, sit down and speak to him, it was awesome. Had and you kept him wise? Right. How did you get him on your show? You didn't know him? Uh, no, I actually uh, Steve Joyner uh, linked this up. Oh. Okay. That's our publicist, Greg, in case you didn't yes, know. Yes, I know. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Continue. I just want to know how you got oh, it. No, that's good. No, I, Steve joined uh, kind of, I, I hooked up with uh, Steve through a, a group on Facebook, and he he asked, hey, you a wrestling fan? I said, yeah. He said, well, I know Stevie Ray. Would you like to interview him? I was like, hell yeah. I, this is, uh, like I said, I'm a big wrestling fan. Him and his, him and his brother, Brooks, he was one of the greatest tag teams of all time, so I was excited. Oh, what but, was the tag team they were part of? Um, Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. Got it. Yes. And so, but he's like, but he doesn't really like talking wrestling. He's like, he, he'll talk wrestling if he has to, but he really doesn't want to discuss wrestling. And I I knew he was, he was, he was big into charity and stuff in, in his community in, in Houston. So I, so I was cool with that. I was fine. We could talk sports. We so we ended up having just a great conversation. We we spoke about sports. We spoke about this was right about the time that the Greg Floyd, um, George Floyd situation happened, and so oh. we spoke a little better on that. But it it just turned out to be such a great conversation that I figured, hey, this is what I want to do. I just want to start talking to as many people as possible. And at first, he, the the first questions a lot of the people would ask is, "What are your numbers?" Yeah, right. Like, uh, uh, dude, I'm just starting out. I don't I don't have any numbers. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and then they'll ghost you. But <laughs> you, you get you you get some people that were cool and were like, "Hey, okay, cool. I'll be on your show." And little by little, started gaining traction. Steve would send me some some more guests. Uh, he uh, had Larry Hank in. Um, Larry's great. Quite a few, yeah. Larry, Larry's awesome. Had a great time. Uh, he sent me quite a few people, and that got me going. But then I I started joining all these groups, and I started getting more comfortable just sending messages to everybody and, and anyone. That is the, the number. My is my. It just started growing, and people, and instead of me going out and reaching out to people people would start reaching out to me and be like, hey, I, would like, I heard the podcast. I'd like to be a guest. I'm like, okay, cool. So then come, so then uh, the Scene Snobs is, is a group of guys that uh, they have their podcast and everything. So they had this uh, awards called the Snobbies. And I was nominated for like four categories. One of them happened to be self-help. Nice. Now, were you on their show first re- before you got nominated, or they you just found no, out that no, they found it, out it, about it, you? It, it was uh, it was it's a bunch of uh, podcasters that I know, and a couple of people suggested me. And so when when you, when fellow podcasters suggest like recommend you and and you get nominated, I felt like that was a big honor to me. Yeah, that's great. I'm hey I'm, it's, I'm like starting out. I've been doing it 
for for about a year and to be recognized by my peers i was like man this is awesome well you know in a little less than a year you're going to get an award from us because every year <laughs> we just started our tradition we give all our past guests an award so you'll yes. get one next summer. we have we have the so, quibbly so i get so, so I, do i get a uh, best hair well, you know, you'll be, in the, be. You, you'll be in the running for be. something like that. It's very possible. And, and there very well could be. Let, let, let me let, let's see the hair one more time. For our YouTube viewers. Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't know. Good hair. Wait a second. I need, I need to get the view on him because right now it's on whoever's talking. So there we go. We'll, um, we'll spotlight. We'll spotlight. You need me to speak so you can so you can see my hair. Yeah, that's kind of how Zoom as works. But I've got see. the spotlight on you right now, so you know your hair actually looks a lot like a friend of mine's who was the sax player for a band called Thievery Corporation. His went out about an extra three inches, but it was a similar style. So um, I appreciate the hair definitely. But well, um, I mean. But you never know. Greg makes up most of the categories, so you know you have. We have no idea, you know, what award <laughs> yeah. somebody's going to get. You might just say some random thing during our interview, and that's that will be your award. You might wind up as I, best. I'm curious, Wise. Where does the nickname Wise come from? Was that a long time nickname when you were a kid? Um, or it, was actually, from the it was actually my gamer tag. It was actually my gamer tag. Okay. And so I just kept it. You did said you play you, make you play tag and they call you wise? No, gamer tag. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You're making what, a what, what, what's your favorite uh what's your favorite game, Wise? What do you play? What's your what's your oh, number one? Tag, well, he said. He I've I've tag. actually I've actually I've actually neglected my PlayStation. My my wife is she's a stop she's she's really shocked. She was like because because I'm now I'm podcasting, I'm doing so many other different things that I don't, I don't really have time to game. So when, so one day she goes, I know you're serious about what you're doing because you've completely abandoned your PlayStation. It's collecting <laughs> dust. Uh, I think my charges have no charge, either one of them. And either my, none of my controls have any charge to them. So you were an it's... Echo the Dolphin guy, right? Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin? What the hell Greg, are you that... talking about, Greg? It's a game. It's a video game. Echo the Dolphin is a video game. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of a Resident Evil kind of guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fun. Maybe it's Resident I, Evil Echo the Dolphin edition for Greg. I barely played video games since 1989. And That's probably I, when Echo the Dolphin came out, right? No, I had played, uh, I had played uh, Resident Evil. That's fun. That's fun shit. You get to shoot a lot of monsters and stuff. And stuff. That's all yeah. I want to do. You're shoot gonna shoot stuff. monsters. Well, you oh, do no. that in real life. First push first person shooter games are definitely the best. Definitely. I have no yeah. opinion. <laughs> so I don't watch cartoons ask, either. So let me ask you touching on the gamer thing. Um, I don't have necessarily an opinion on this, but I know there was a lot of controversy about uh God. Gamer no, Grand shut Theft up, Auto? Right. No, the the zombie game that came out and the, the the second version, and there was a lot of controversy about it. Zombie Game Two was that the name of it? Yeah, that was the name of it. <laughs> I think idiot. I played this game, Brendan, because there was like all this the Last of Us. I don't know. Last of Us. The Last of Us. There you oh. go. That's what I'm talking about. Last of Us Two. 
I have not played Last of Us first, second. You got any opinion on that? Well, I haven't played the second one. I, I've oh, okay. Been, so I've the first one was a great game. I had a great time playing that one, but I've the, I haven't played the second one. What would be the controversy involving this game, Brandon? Since you brought it up. Um. Well, multiple things. They they took the story in a different direction. Um, yeah, I think uh, the, the the main the female main character gets assaulted or something. It, it's it's something. It's the story. It's the storyline that just it was just crazy. I, yeah. I heard about it. I just didn't. I didn't. I never played it. My 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 son played the original one, and I kind of like half watched him play it and was like, because he's like, Dad, you'd love this. And but uh, I never saw the second one. So as a gamer, I thought you you know. Why would your son think you would love this game, Brandon? Just out of curiosity. Oh, God, Matt. Okay. So my son would think I would love the game because he and I would talk about things. And one of the things we talked about, Matt, which maybe you didn't with your children, was things of mutual interest. And we both enjoyed zombie stuff. Okay. So he started to play this zombie game. And then as he was playing it, he said hey dad i'm playing this zombie game i know you like zombies would you be interested in seeing how this game plays out and i'm like sure son because i love you and i'm interested in things you're interested (laughs) in am i getting through to you brother look at matt's dad is glazed over he's like i know what you're talking about what son listening to my son i just like the fact that you call your son son though Oh, okay. Oh, I could have called him Rourke, but that wouldn't have meant anything to our guest. <laughs> For some reason, I feel slightly condescended to. I, I don't know what it is. It's like maybe I'm just smelling something. But but oh, anyway, well, well I appreciate well, I mean, the answer. You, you did ask me in a condescending way, <laughs> uh, what do you mean by blah, blah, blah? I mean, you know, so... You well, started... I mean, honestly, I didn't feel like I was condescending to you. I know. I that's it. part of your problem. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to ask Wise the question because, you know, he's our guest and we can do this anytime. Dick around like this. <laughs> but, but Wise, so you've just been doing podcasting for a year and, like, if if you could, like, figure out a way where this could be your job, would you just love to do that? Are you really into this, well, building I'm, this network? And uh, Yeah, I definitely want to build it so that I don't and I have a don't get me wrong, I have an easy job. I get paid to play games. But yeah, it's I'm never gonna own that. I'm never gonna own yeah. that. So I eventually my ultimate goal is to yeah, get my, my production company going, get the internet radio station uh generating some income and and then hopefully I'm able to do my podcast. But it, it's crazy because I work the graveyard shift, so I work 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. So I still have plenty of time to do what I have to do yeah. as far as the podcast. And so I'm probably recording five, six episodes a week. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious about your schedule, actually. You said 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. as a table games dealer. So that must mean you get some really interesting people at that time of day. That show up. Oh, that's 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 where you get the uh, real degenerates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the real 
the real degenerates. So, in you, in your oh, opinion, wow. what? How would you define the degenerates of that time frame that show up? Like okay, the ones so that surprise you. So this most. is so. <laughs> so when they uh, we come in, it's probably four thirty in the morning, and I'm and I'm a door rape, and so on occasion I wear a suit and I supervise. Sometimes I I deal. So this day I just happened to be in a suit and there was this lady, I guess she had been drinking all night. She just steps back from the table, throws up, doesn't go rinse out her mouth, anything. (laughs) Walks around the vomit, back to the table and continues to play. And I'm like, is she not really gonna go wash her mouth out? Like, and and the, like the vomit is right next to her, and she's just there playing. Can you tell her, like, Miss, please, we don't want to smell your vomit breath. Please go. Well, take well, care of this. she she got stuck with the name Vomit Girl, so anytime <laughs> she would be it's her superhero name. <laughs> so are you gonna interview? So, yeah. So anytime, her on your so anytime she would jump around, and and then during that time. And the other day, people jump around. They don't stay still. So when whenever we're closing her rating and and she's going to another table, one of us will be like, "Hey, uh, do you have Vomit Girl's number?" <laughs> and we kind of knew who we were talking about already. But yeah, there, there's some there's some real characters. Did you have Vomit Girl come on your podcast after that? Did you? Uh, no, she, she, she actually she actually got uh she got eighty sixth, so she's no surprise. longer allowed. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise, yeah, surprise. right? <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, your your lunch is no longer welcome here. And uh, yeah. I was always curious, why is? Do you ever have a like a gam like a pathetic gambler who's like gonna like gamble his mortgage payment for that month, and like you you trick the cards, or you're like I feel pity on this guy or this woman. They're like gambling. No. They're, they're going to lose everything. No, you don't. No. no. Do you take like secret it's, pleasure listen, out of you, ruining you, people's lives then? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's just that. Like when people go, um, what's the, what's the uh, trick to, to win in the casino? And my answer usually is uh, not going in. Yeah, walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they don't they don't find that funny. They're like, no, really, seriously. I'm like, dude, seriously, don't come into the casino. It's not they're not built for you to win. Yeah. The house always wins. <laughs> yeah. Eventually the house will he, always win. I've always heard though there's those guys who somehow have a system. Do you know those? Do you see these guys who are like they do um, seem to win and they actually well, the card counters. Is that a bit? Yeah, the card. It, 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 but the thing is, it's not illegal. It's frowned upon. And if they catch you, they will. It's not like back in the day where they probably would break your legs. Now they'll just kick you out. They just strain yeah. a hamstring. Well, I'm not saying like an illegal system. They're just really good at legally playing poker. Well, They're just you, damn good poker Some players. Some people, oh, but, but see, but poker is, is completely different. The the casino well, makes no money off. Yeah, well, but even 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 if I did, the casino makes no money off of the poker game. Oh, okay. it, 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 they, they just have it. It they just have it to have it, but yeah. they don't they don't really generate any income 
from do you think counting cards is cheating is counting cards cheating or that's just smart playing that's just you gotta have a real good memory to be to really so it's not know what cards played i know so it's not it's not it's not illegal it's not okay they do frown upon it first of all if they they catch you counting cards you will be kicked out okay yeah, I know some it's... co-workers who debate this for years. They just every day they get an argument. It's not cheating. <laughs> Counting cards. It, it is cheating. not. It's not illegal. But no, yeah, yeah it's, it's a not... smart playing. It's not cheating, but they're not they're not happy if you do it. Yeah. Now I know we've kind of digressed from talking about your podcast because of me, so. <laughs> I apologize for well, getting more into your table games. Before. I know it's kind of like no, I, I, I want to ask those questions, but we no, have but kind of hit the halfway no, mark, I, though. So I um I don't I don't mind. Okay, so so we're at the time now when we bring in our client because you're if you want you can be at a fake attorney with us for today because this is a fake Definitely. law firm and we have fake clients and fake sponsors. So and uh, our ratings fake as well. So our 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 client for today is thought crimes and misdemeanors. And this kind of comes about because we've, um, we often have to deal with the idea that, uh, I mean, everybody in society, that sometimes the things we say are frowned upon and people don't like what we say and they want to shut us down. So I think Greg might be the best person to take on this particular client, except for Greg has now gone silent. No, I don't know why I was picked to be the best person right when I wanted to pee real quick. <laughs> You know what? I'll take on this client. As you, okay, Brandon. Brandon. I, I, the as the person. guy from Florida, oh, please, can we not thank you, Greg? <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Okay. Something we didn't have to see. Let me let me try to gather myself. <laughs> so thought. What what was the client? Thought crimes and misdemeanors. Thought crimes and misdemeanors. So. Um, this is an interesting client from the perspective of, uh, so much now is based upon, uh, what you think and what you say online. And, um, I'm going to go out and say that we've gone too far in the direction of thought police and censoring people and canceling people and just going over the top relative to uh, what people say online, whether it's in social media or whatever, mostly on social media. And so um, that's stupid. Thank you, Greg, for being out of the bathroom. (laughs) He's like a You're traveling welcome. head right now. It's just like it's, his head is moving around the room. I, yeah, brother, I think you make a good point. And I think the issues that's going on with many, many people these days is that you're trying to walk a line of not offending or being offensive to people without knowing what's going to offend or not offend people. And you have to decide, do I care if I'm offending these people or not? And um, is it important to not offend? Because, you know, we don't want kids to have the idea that bullying is okay. 
Um, but and you should protect yourself from that. But at the same time, it's like when does something become bullying? When does something become offensive? And there's so many people who have their ideas that they want to enforce upon all of us that it's very it's like clapping back at it can get you in trouble for doing that you know and i think that's given rise to both the cancel culture as well as like the me too movement but it's also on both sides of the coin it's both the left and the right doing the same damn thing to each other where whatever opinion you have is wrong and you should be shut down for it and shouldn't even say things like that anymore you know it's kind of like uh well i've said this before oh sorry no go ahead greg i thought you were done as i'm saying i I said this before like my whole lifetime and way before it was always the right doing it and so now it's just weird like you know like gay people were putting mental institutions because like yeah you you want to live this way they that was cancel culture by way worse than it is now by death and so i just think that now it's like it is annoying that i have to to be honest because i've always had like a goofy sense of humor maybe um shocking sense of humor i don't like the fact that i can't just goof around as much what would be something that you would like to say that you feel you're being trounced on for saying well this is problematic okay um just saying like let's just put quotes we're gonna put air quotes around it so go ahead okay here's an here's an example i can say so i first time in my life in my 40s i got fired I was never close to being fired. I'm a good worker, but I was at a bookstore and I was discussing books that we sell there. I was talking about, well, the movie adaptation of uh, the Marquis de Sade's Salo, 120 Days of Sodom. So I was mentioning with a friend, talking about this movie, like, oh my God, it was so gross. The scene where they, you know, like make the meat shit. And, oh God, what a crazy movie. And someone overheard it. A Christian dude I worked with told HR, and I was fired a week later just for no customers were there. It was after hours, but I was talking about a film that we sell the book we in our literature room. We sold it, and I was just talking about it. I wasn't saying, yeah, I want to eat shit. That's hot. We were like, no, that's gross, and I was fired for that. It's weird, and at a bookstore, which should be like a bastion of free speech. And they do, yeah. Every year they have the, you know, no censorship month, like freedom of speech month, where we celebrate that. But Were you sure is the thing you said and just wasn't you personally that they wanted to get rid of? No, it was actually another guy they really wanted to get rid of because he was an ex-manager who was telling tales out of school, but I was swept away with it. But... I mean, they, that was in our primer. You know, we, we sh- I had to watch the HR video. Don't talk about shit. Don't be nasty, you know. And, but nobody there did that. We were all like overeducated, underachievers. So we talked about all kinds of crazy shit, you know, weird videos we saw on YouTube. And it was not appropriate stuff. We wouldn't say it in front of customers. But, you know, still, I definitely breached the contract and they could fire me and they did wow but i was just talking about a movie okay and and so how do you feel that that was um a thought police action though because i was talking about a movie and i was fired from a job but that's we don't that would be like part of 
you know, well, but you're, if you're working at a business and it's what's considered like unsavory behavior at a business, it's a little bit different than in a personal life, I think. No, but the cancel culture is the same thing. I mean, it's just like, oh, Louis C.K., he's, canceled, you know, kind of semi-canceled now. It's not like the government saying, Louis C.K., we're persecuting you like Big Brother. No, it's just people were like, got together and said, you're a deplorable person. We're not going to support you. We're going to Yeah, but Louis C.K. is different because he was like masturbating in front of people in his office. Uh, yes, it is very different. <laughs> it's not the same thing as he did, thought police, though. He was way more egregious than I was, but still, whatever it is, it's like, it's not like the government saying Louis C.K. is going to be thrown in jail for what he did. He probably maybe should be. <laughs> I guess that's pretty, probably a well, crime against that. No, well, I mean, the the real question is um, uh, whether you talk about eating shit in a movie, in a personal conversation with somebody who uh, is asking you about a movie that contains eating shit or a book or whatever. And, Which happens you know, often. Yeah, and Louis C.K., who you know, is jerking off after telling people he was going to jerk off and they sort of consented to it because they didn't go, oh, you're a gross fucker and they left. I mean, I don't know. The question is, relative to thought police, not necessarily are any of these things a question. The question becomes... Um, who determines what? So in your instance, uh, Greg, the company that you worked for determined that that was bullshit and you had to go. And in Louis yeah. C.K.'s version, it was Twitter that decided he was fucked and then they applied pressure to whoever his boss well, were. Right. Twitter is people. Twitter is, you know, the, the well, but, 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 Twitter can apply pressure to God knows what, but in that instance, Twitter applied pressure to somebody who decided Louis C.K. should not continue on yeah. his TV show. Uh, I'm interested different. in getting Wise's perspective because obviously we're three old white guys, and so we're we're take, talking from obviously the realm of white privilege and having our white privilege being stomped on a bit by the culture these days. Whereas you're, I'm you're half white. You're half intelligent too. But anyway, but Wise, <laughs> on the other hand, is of a different ethnicity, and I'm wondering if you have similar things within your own personal culture that um, comes from a different perspective. If if that if that happens in your um, regular life or not. Well, no, it's, I think it's just ridiculous with some of the stuff that's going on. Like to me, we just, we've just sissified a whole generation. Like wait, wait, I'm from a generation where we, we sissified. Played... <laughs> you can't say that anymore. You're, you're you basically describing oh, Greg's life though. My, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> I'm canceling uh, for, wise right now. So all the sissies out there, my apologies. <laughs> oh no! I think Brendan and just made a new friend. Wise, <laughs> I'm 100. percent The sissification of America is part of the problem. Uh, listen, when I played baseball, little league baseball, the championship team usually got the biggest trophy, and they deserve it because they won the championship. 
and you got a little rinky dig trophy, but that motivated you to go want to go win the bigger trophy. Everyone gets a trophy now. It's the same size. Everybody's trophy is the same size. It, yeah. I, I don't I don't understand that. No, no, again. They don't want they don't want a kid to feel bad. Yeah. It's no. like, oh, we don't want anyone to feel bad, even though they suck at baseball. <laughs> they want to. It's bullshit. No, I I uh, wise, I coached my kid, both of my boys through uh, football, Little League football. And um, uh, I they played in a very ethnically diverse group. They did not play in an all-white group. And I, I did that on purpose. And there was an, an interesting difference because when we would get to, like, the regional championship, kind of thing there would be both groups involved and the group the teams that i was involved with there was no you know everybody gets a juice box there was it was hardcore if you didn't perform on the field that day at 10 years old 11 12 years old you were told by your coach in a loving way not in a horrible horrible way but you were told by your coach you didn't make the cut you need to do better and so then when we played the teams that everybody got a juice box it was ridiculous how much we trounced those teams because they didn't get it i don't know what this has to do with well i think it's got to do with competition and uh and the yeah. benefit or the goodness of competition and um it depends upon what the thing is you're competing for so in terms of sissification well a sissy is like somebody who's <laughs> supposed to be like effeminate or cowardly is one of the definitions you're coming across so you have to decide why is that a bad thing why is it bad for someone to be effeminate who's not normally effeminate why is it bad for that and is it okay to then bully them into being something that they don't want to be by saying that, you know? I definitely know some but, sissies but, who are very competitive. But, but, you, but, you, but you set these kids up for failure because now because they think yeah. everyone gets a trophy at the end of the day. Life isn't like that. It's, it's no. you, some, there's winners and there's losers. And you... And you're, you're and you're setting up these kids to not realize, hey. You, well, there's, you there's winners and there's but... losers, but there's lots of people in between. Right? Yeah. In other words, there's people who don't necessarily win, and there's some people who don't necessarily lose. They just kind of hang around the in the margins, right? And and I think that's generally most people, honestly. <laughs> Greg, Can what do you got you there? <laughs> well, well, well. Wait, let's wait see what Greg has first. Greg has a trophy. What is this your trophy is, for? This is the Fighting Fighting Flossers 1980 Champs, Greg Pettix. Is, uh, first of all, Fighting Flossers, my dad sponsored the team. He's a dentist. We had the most embarrassing name in, uh, <laughs> in baseball. But we were terrible, and our coach was. He was, he was actually a nice Christian guy. He was what what were you playing? Man. What was the team, Greg? Baseball. Baseball, okay. The Fighting Flossers. The Fighting and, Flossers. Yeah, because my dad sponsored the team. But we um, were terrible, and he was this totally nice guy. I'd always be like, good game, guys. Good for you. And then one year, it was like bad news bears, miraculous shit. 
we actually did win for reals. Like it wasn't like they gave me this trophy because like, oh, everyone gets a trophy. This is 1980. They didn't do that then. But you, and, and, but how, even, and you felt good what, to get, it felt good for you to really get that trophy, right? You know, you, you yeah. saw the progress. You, you were like, hey, we sucked this yeah, one year. And then look at my weekend and win a championship trophy, trophy the next. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have saved it. <laughs> I would have not saved this trophy if they gave every kid a trophy. I would have thrown it in the garbage. I'd be like, oh, wow, this bullshit trophy. Yeah, but, but we actually you, but- did but we were raised to want trophies, right? So it's like yeah. it's the changing of that ideology is what's happening. Well, well, to go back to your point, Matt, about um, I don't even know if I have a point. Well, no, let's see if I can dredge it up. <laughs> um, you said there's this mass middle ground of people who aren't winners or losers. They're right. just mediocre. Yeah, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Um, that may be true, but why is that something that we should direct our whatever, our culture, our our ideas toward that the majority of you are going to not amount to much of anything. Some of you will lose and some of you will win, but most of you won't have mattered a bullshit is kind of a dark view of yeah. the whole thing. And, you know, I was just having a minor epiphany about it, which is that is kind of what it's all about. It's the leveling of the playing field. It's basically all of those non-winners, slightly losers who are finally going, you know, we have an opportunity right now to make it make it so that those guys who are so much better than us aren't as aren't that much better than us anymore. You know, they're they're kind of taking they're taking the reins in their minds. Hope I, I I'm assuming it in a hopeful way where they can now go. I'm better than I used to because they're not as good as they think they are, and they're not going to do this to me anymore. You know, I, I mean, I've never been somebody who's been bullied, so it's hard for me to really get into the shoes of somebody who has been. Mm. Um, and I can't imagine, I mean, maybe, Greg, you can talk on this more, because you said you were bullied often growing up, right? And yet um, I would bully other kids. <laughs> it trickled down. Did it? So yeah, yeah. so it became like this, the, the shit rolled downhill type of thing. Exactly, yeah. It, okay. it's, so not- it's a different time, like... Now, like when we were probably when we were growing up, you would yes, you would get bullied in school and and that's where it would end. Now with social media and all this stuff, these yeah. kids can't escape the bullying. They're they right. getting they getting harassed twenty four seven. Right. So, yeah, and it's so different it, from when we were growing up and we didn't have that. Yeah, when we were growing constant... up listen, if I was being bullied, my older brother would be like he would make me go fight. My older brother bullied me. I mean, that, if anybody, if anybody bullied me, it would have been him. <laughs> it was but, your older brother. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. But that. yeah, I mean, we we're growing. It's a much different time for kids today because they're growing up in the specter of school shootings. They're growing up in the specter of um, over pharmacization of uh, children. It's too much drugging of children. They're growing up um, in the time of. You know, COVID for for the God, who knows what that's going to do to kids in fifteen years? You know, having this as their marker point of significance. You know, 
So, and it's in a weird period because, you know, previously marginalized groups like homosexuals and women and um, people and in sissies. the LGBTQ community, right, and sissies <laughs> who are part of that community as well, are getting more notice than they used to as it being okay for them to be that way, right? In other words, it's okay and, and, for them to speak what they feel is their truth. And there's a lot of people who are railing against that. And they're the ones who are acting like assholes towards them because that's what they were always able to get away with it before. They could get away with yeah. being assholes toward them because that was the culture. And so that culture has shifted. But it's shifted, I think, to the tipping point where there is this newfound ability from those who previously bullied to now bully the bulliers is, I think, what's kind of happening. I think more than that, but with me, like, my issue is now they're, oh, like, since it's the it thing now, that's what they're pushing on. That's what they're pushing. Like, a lot of the commercials I see now, it's a, a, a gay cup war. Or it, it, it's something, it's, it's now, I understand, I get it. I have a niece she's gay i have a nephew i don't i love them because they're still great people they're still but now i see that media and all these other people are just pushing that on that's the that's all they're showing and and i get it fine but now is it now now that they can profit over off of it and make money off of it that's what they, that's what they're going to push right yeah, well, that's definitely part of it in I mean, media culture. Right. I mean, but 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 um, part of the thing is this: uh, when we were growing up, kids were gay or whatever, and we just, you know, for there, there were assholes for sure, and and there was a, a good number of us who were like, oh yeah, you know. Scotty, he's he's so silly. He's festive. Yeah, and and it was fine, <laughs> and it was fine. The problem is right now, it feels like it's becoming institutionalized. It's no longer um, me judging or not judging Scotty on on his behavior or his interests or whatever. And now it is sort of a, 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 a system and it's a culture and it's a thing and it's a blah, 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 blah. And, and I think that that isn't helpful. And I think that becomes a system of thought police in that if I think to myself, I like Scotty and Scotty's cool, even though he's a a man in middle school but that other person who's a you know i don't know she's a bully lesbian girl is not okay with me because she's being a bully about being a lesbian i'm not able to to differentiate between those two things Scotty's fine. He's gay. That's cool. She's a bully lesbian, but I can't object to her being a bully lesbian because she's a lesbian. That's where the thought police shit, I think, 
goes too far. Well, but you could say she's a bully without pointing out that she's a lesbian tied with it, couldn't you? I mean, I guess I'm a little confused yeah. about that. Example. Well, okay, but she's yeah. being a bully because she is a lesbian. So let's say that she's... So lesbianism cause bully, causes bullies? No, no, no. Not, it gives her like she... a blanket apology. It a gives blanket. her like, people will say, how dare you say that she can't be a bully because she's fighting for... You know, oh, so in other words, it gives her a pass. Like that particular issue of hers gives her yeah. a pass for that potentially. behavior. Okay. Potentially. I'm not right. saying that it's if theoretical, she, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that if she is being abused or someone's talking shit to her because she has these feelings, whatever. But I'm saying there are people, whether gay, lesbian, whatever, who could be uh aggressively whatever their viewpoint and bully those who go oh well i'm not you know uh, that's a thing i i don't think that's not a thing that exists i think you're right and i think that people of all walks of life can be fuckers and you know whether you're straight or gay or whatever no matter what particular group you're part of that group as people who are fuckheads and right. that will take advantage of that. You know? right. I worked at a lesbian coffee house. You are 20s. a lesbian coffee house, but go ahead. I worked at a lesbian coffee house in my 20s and one of the owners was, one of them was this like my mo second mom. Well, a lesbian amazing. coffee house makes me think like the coffee house is dating other coffee houses. Yeah, of the same gender, yeah. Okay. If, if that's a thing, I don't know what you're talking about. But the other one was the worst boss I ever had as far as just like completely sadistically verbally tortured me she was horrible but i still think all said and done whatever has happened is better than what was the fact that gay kids basically were committing suicide i my brother was gay i mean i felt bad about masturbating to women when i was 13 in the 70s and i, I thought i was going to hell and i had all the self-hatred my brother was masturbating to men i can't even imagine because nobody would have liked it. Nobody even talked about it. It was just like, gay was just like, even beyond like, it was beyond the pales. Like, you're gay, fuck, you're, e you're an evil piece of shit. So I think it's, no matter if that lesbian's bullying someone, it's better than what it was. Where that poor lesbian would have been like, I can never love someone. Because to actually admit what I love, I have to have this shitty life of faking loving a man for the rest of my life. Because that's what it was. So, yeah, I think we're in the, in, definitely in the middle of a big turning point in terms of yeah. U.S. world history, because it's this brand, these new concepts that are being forced upon people who did not want those concepts, who yeah. liked things the way they are. They love the status quo. I think they're good. And concepts. what's happening is we're just trying to find. I think we're just trying to find our way through it, and we're having all of these weird things happening in society with the cancel culture happening and and all of that. It's the reaction to it without knowing what to do about it. And I think, you know, we're heading in the direction of where things just start to stabilize a bit more and there'll be a new status quo and a new form of bullying happening from who knows what area. And it may involve sissification, but I think sissification in some cases is kind of necessary for people who want to be sissified, you know, but at the same time, I don't have a problem with competition either. I think competition is necessary not necessarily even in sports, but in terms of in business or in science where you're trying to beat, like COVID is a competition. 
people are trying to fight the damn thing and win, you know, and I think having that as the proper attitudes as opposed to maybe beating another human being in something is less important than beating something that can help others. Um, not beating something to help others, but beating something that's harming others in order to help others. That's <laughs> more my point of view, I think, on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, if that makes sense. Greg, do you agree? Um, Roughly, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I knew that's how I was coming across. No, the competition, though. I want to know, as we're getting close to the end of the show, I want to know how Wise feels about what you said. Yeah. Yeah. What's your opinion, man? Yeah, Wise. Come, Come on! on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it it's it's for me. It's I get it. Everyone has a right to to live the life they want to live. But again, competition. When you were talking about competition, it's good. It's sometimes you need it. You need to like. I'm not in like we have. I have a podcast, and I'm not competing with you guys. I'm saying. You have me on to help promote me, which is great. I appreciate that, and I'm I want to have you guys on my show to help promote you guys. You may yeah. When you ask about our numbers, wise, you'll be a little sadder. No, yes, no, I don't, I don't care. But I just want to have a great conversation and just put out good content, and and just have a good time. So, yes, yeah, so competition is good, but sometimes. It's it's even better just to to accept people for who they are. So what you're doing is and, you're sissifying the show right now. You're actually I'm not sissifying. You anything. are victimizing us <laughs> by saying there's no competition between us. You've just done it. Everyone that's gets just, that's just Matt Wise. Just forget he said it. That's Matt. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't worry about that, <laughs> Wise. That's just Matt being Matt. Matt He's a shitster. Just calm down, take a deep breath, and let him finish. Well, I understand, Brendan. I know you. we need to calm things down because you just took some Tums. So I know we've caused you some heartburn a little bit today. <laughs> oh, oh, now he's going to do that. <laughs> it's not he's going to. It's done. Anyway, why right. go ahead finish your thought. Yeah, would you let the guest finish his fucking statement, you asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just want to actually appreciate I, I appreciate you guys having me on man this was fun but <laughs> you enjoyed yourself <laughs> no it, it, you have to have fun doing this man if why do it if not if you're not gonna have enjoy yourself yeah I mean I enjoy it when Brendan calls me an asshole so that's kind of where this all comes from <laughs> it's like Stockholm syndrome it is I'm captive I'm I am Brendan's Peggy Hurst. Why do you want to promote all your shit now? Give some websites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we we're wrapping up. <laughs> give, so uh, give some URLs. URLs. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, you can uh, check out my podcast on all major platforms. It's stuck in my mind. Podcast. It's, see, that's the logo in the back. Um, I'm on every major platform. Then you could check out the radio station at. Uh, www.realwiseradio.com and now uh, our production page is www.realwiseproductions.com and yeah I think I'm on Instagram at wise underscore b underscore blunt and it's the same on Twitter and yeah 
That's it. That's all. Blunt. Is. Quick question. I suspected some blunts were involved today. Wise. It's blunt object. Uh, yes, probably. <laughs> Quite a can few. You, can you tell me the definition of <laughs> El Jefe? Does that mean the chief? Is that the exact translation? Yes. No. Oh. No. no? I thought it didn't mean the, the boss. chief. Oh, it's oh, the, the boss. boss. Okay. Well, that explains that. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for being here today. Brendan, Greg, especially our guest, Wise, also Wilfredo Otero, if you're trying to track him down to uh, find money, um, that would be the best way to do it, is full, put his full <laughs> name in. And uh, he has the Stuck in My Mind podcast. And today our client was Thought Crimes and Misdemeanors. I think this is a good, healthy discussion. And I kind of want to explore the idea of sissifying in the future for like another client someday. <laughs> but um, anybody else have anything else note. they want to... The fact that Greg has a sports trophy is amazing to me. I know. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else they want to add before we shut this sucker down? Brendan, no. Oh, yeah, and I want to thank our sponsor for today. What, what was the name of the sponsor again? You're going to get some? You're going to get some Ultra. 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 Right, all right. Thank you for that. All right, this has been, once again, the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Picker. Your consultation with the law offices of Quiddle, Squabble, and Picker has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblah.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out!